It's another episode of Pause and Play with Father Luke Rawicki and Brother Andrew Torrey. Welcome back, everyone. So we talked about the book of your life, and then we sort of cut ourselves off because this episode deserves its own episode. That's right. This is how to reread, how to read that book of your life, and we're calling it the Pause and Play Prayer. Like those peas, everybody. We're all we're all huh. about all about alliteration all about alliteration alliteration oh my gosh alliteration even in the response to the affirmation of our alliterationness <laughs> <laughs> so of course the pause and play prayer consists of four p's <laughs> <laughs> and if you're if you're at all intuitive you can already guess two of those p's what That's they might right. be so the first one is pause and the last one is Play. And you got two more that you're going to get to discover as we go. Oh, boy. That's right. Don't tell them yet. This has been um, historically referred to as like the examine prayer or the consciousness exam. Um, It's rereading your day. Pope Francis talked about it back in the same audience on self-knowledge. I'm just going to give all of our fanatic listeners the reference. (laughs) It's October 5th. Talked about at the end, he like made this really important, kind of brief but important, um, just reflection on the importance of putting this into action through the examine prayer. He said, "Okay, this is not the examine you do before you go to confession. This is deeply looking at how is God speaking to you in your heart each day." And so that consists of four Ps. Brother Andrew, are you ready? Would you like to start us off? We are ready, Father Luke. Let's let's dive right into this. So, okay, in the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. To help you Amen. all, we're sort of just going to walk through an exam prayer. We're going to do it out loud. Fall in the four Ps. Brother Andrew's going to be our timekeeper. You can keep it in your own life to maybe 10 minutes, I would say. Right. If you really want right. to put this in action, about 10 minutes is good. It's not too long, not too short. Yeah. We're going to make maybe, it about 20. And maybe before we dive in to the, to the prayer proper. Um, of course. <laughs> we can say that. So it's really helpful to dedicate a specific time in your day to like sifting through everything that's been, everything that's going on. Like we've talked a lot about principles of self-knowledge. We've talked about knowledge, um, like our friendship with Jesus. We've talked about getting to know your thoughts and your feelings. And so this is a specific moment in your day um, for a conscious exam, an examined prayer, a conscious exam, whatever you want to call it. The pause and play prayer is what we're going to call it. Specific time. Exactly. For you to dedicate, um, to sift through and, and and to see like, how is God speaking to me? Right? And then it's based off of what you find in this pause and play prayer that you can then make you know, healthy choices for your life. Because that's the whole point of the series is to help you develop the ability with the, one or the guidance of the Holy Spirit to make healthy, holy choices for your life. That'll, that'll make you happy, right? Healthy, holy, bring happy, fulfillment. pause and play prayer, fulfillment, flabbergasted, and freedom. And freedom you know? <laughs> life, life is an alliteration. So, That's right. <laughs> um, so, Brian, I'm going to have you start with um, the first of the four Ps, which is pause, and just walk us through what that means. What does that look like? Okay. Well, in my schedule, that looks like going into my room at 1230, or especially at the end of the day. At the end of the day is when I really do a, a, a better conscious exam. Um, at the end of the day, I go to the chapel, and I'm before the Blessed Sacrament, and I have 10 minutes um, 
of just silence. So wherever you are, you find a place where you can be in silence. You could maybe maybe you're walking outside, you're walking in a park. Maybe you're in an office area and you don't. Maybe you can go to the break room and kind of go in the corner, something like that. Or maybe you're driving somewhere somehow. It doesn't have to be in a chapel, but you're just silent. You know, you're not listening to anything. You're not listening to not even listening to this amazing podcast. No, you're just with God. Right? Put pause and play down right now and do exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. And so pause is 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 first putting the the physical conditions that you need to be quiet which is silence and and not being distracted not looking at things um and then the next step is is sort of ask within within pause is like we're asking the holy spirit to to come to us to help us to come to our aid right um what's one thing that helps you father luke when you're at the beginning of your uh pause and play prayer you know like when you have to you're invoking the Holy Spirit. Why do we need to invoke the Holy Spirit? Why can't we just dive into like our thoughts and feelings? Well, yeah, so we can't pray without the Holy Spirit. We can't even say the word Jesus without the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit, as St. Paul tells us, um, he knows what we need. And so he know we can't pray as we ought, but the Holy Spirit is groaning inside of us. So it's just getting in touch with that, that power of the Holy Spirit. It's getting in touch with the presence of God who is the Holy Spirit. And so you're inviting him in because God doesn't impose like we talked about last episode. So unless we invite him in, unless we open that door because he's there knocking, he won't come in because he's not going to kick down the door. And so practically, what does that look like? It means relaxing. It means really doing your best to put those other distractions away. Because again, if there's no space for him in your heart or in your mind, he's not going to force his way in. So if you're like, okay, I'm going to do the next, dedicate the next 10 minutes to prayer go and then like your wrist is shaking because your apple watch is always messaging you keep looking at your watch no that's not putting yourself in the presence that's not pausing like get take your watch off or put it in airplane mode or silence i don't, I don't have an apple watch i don't know how it works with this thing the phone put it on mm. silent or put it in another room if you're gonna like but i'm just saying like find a little nook to pray in a little niche then like leave your laptop computer all these things in another room and go pause and be in the presence of god that's what it looks like and again it's that invitation is so important because god's not going to impose and it's just powerful to put yourself in god's presence like if there's a biblical image of like moses before the bush if it's um i don't know falling at the feet of jesus like the rich young man or like peter if it's sitting at his feet like mary um whatever it might be just like have that be in his presence because the rest yeah. is, it's really exam prayer. Any type of prayer is up to God. Whether it's like the type of fruit you're going to get. Any prayer is fruitful if it's authentic. But the type of fruit you're going to get and the reflections and the things that are come to your mind, it's all him. And so if you don't start with him, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. But, should we move on to number two? Yeah, number two. So after we've paused, we've silenced ourselves, we've entered into silence, we've invoked the Holy Spirit, we've put ourselves in God's presence, and now it's time to... Praise. That's what I was Praise. doing on the screen. Praise um, the Lord. So for all y'all that listen to our podcast, you also, I'm sure you know, we have a YouTube, so you can see our lovely faces and our um, creative gestures and interpretive dances. <laughs> if you want to check it out on YouTube. But... This next, next one is praise, and it kind of goes back to, um, I can start with Andrew. So kind of goes yeah. back to what we were saying last episode, that we're all these Nobel Prize winners of negativity. 
we can be, maybe not all of us are like that, but that's like almost like the human tendency is to pick out the negative, the dark, the things that frustrate us and stuff like that. Yeah. And you look Where do I need to improve? You know, exactly. And like, yeah, exactly. All these self-improvement, self-help books. They're, they're so vast because everyone's looking at, okay, my news resolution, I'm going to, I'm too fat. I'm too, uh, active. I'm too, whatever, stressed all the time. I'm too something busy. Okay. So no, but there's a lot of good things happening and all of that is we owe that to our Lord. And so praise and gratitude praise is the, is the second P, um, to, to like shift out of that human tendency and go to, towards something more supernatural and divine because God is loving father. He causes rain to fall on the good and evil. He causes the sun to shine on the good and evil. He's in charge. And if we don't begin with praise and last thing I'll say, and I'll turn it back to you, brother Andrew, is that, um, listening to Bible in a year, I know it's came out two years ago, but I'm just finally getting around to it. And, uh, I love Father Mike's reflection on the tribes of Judah as they're going out into battle. It was always the tribe of, sorry, the 12 tribes of Israel. It was always a tribe of Judah, which means praise that went first. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So cool. So cool. that Like that's, that's the order or um, that's the, yeah, the positioning of, I don't know, the word's not coming right now, of like uh -huh. in battle as we're going into prayer. The priority. Is, yeah. Is a battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The order of that is, okay, let, we're going to go in with praise. So once you're in God's presence, begin with praise. Find something to praise him for, even difficulties. There's nothing you can't praise him for. So find something that you can, from your heart, from the depths of your heart, say, thank you, Lord. I praise you, Lord, for this. And the more we realize the many, many infinite reasons that we, that we want to praise God, the more we're going to fall in love with him. The more we're going to habituate ourselves, develop this habit of seeing him everywhere. And that, and I can tell you, like, I've, I've, I've slowly received this grace in my life and it's made me really happy. Like to be able to see God, to be able to notice him in nature, like little ways that he speaks to me. Like um, it, it's brought me, it's, it's brought me a great, a great peace. Um, it, like it's being grateful uh, for things, like thanking him. Um, it's so important to do that, especially when, especially for those people who might be, struggling with uh like depression or people mm. who are feeling sad um or you're just feeling down we all have we all have down days you know like we're feeling blue force yourself to like against every tendency in your body and your mind whatever force yourself to praise god force yourself to be grateful right um in this during during the pause and play prayer during this during this prayer um so we paused uh we've praised god and, and now, before we go to number three, just oh, before we go to number three, just what you were saying, okay. Andrew. There, yeah. quick thought: like you might be thinking, "Oh, well, you're asking me to almost like fake that I'm happy or fake." No, we're not, because good point. The truth of life and of everything is that God can always and should always be praised. And so, if you're not finding something to praise at all, because like you're in that category, and there's so many of us that are like that, we all have those days. Yeah, Andrew, so I, yeah, I know, I have those like, a lot. <laughs> nope, today's just been horrible, bad. Um, interaction with this person, professor chewed me out. For, I had forgotten the paper was due today at work, whatever happened. I spilled um, my smoothie all over my new pants. Like Pancake batter, yeah. Pan oh, man, that's the worst. Or yeah. toothpaste on your black shirt. So thick. So, um, <laughs> so like, but, but that's not, like, that's, that seems to fill, like, our little world, but the world is bigger than our little world, and there's always something to praise. So that's actually the truest thing you can do is find something to praise. And then you're actually breaking out of your subjective little world, which isn't yes. really true. That's just one little perspective among billions. 
And the one percent that really matters is his. His praise him. What's in the third P, brother Andrew? The third P is peruse. 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 So we got pause. We got praise, and now we're peruse. So perusing, like we all know that, like you got a good, you got a, you got a book. You're maybe at your if you go to a bookstore, like a physical bookstore that some people in some places might still exist, like Books a Million so. <laughs> or Barnes and Noble. Um, you go into a bookstore and you want to buy a book, and you're kind of like going through the chapters, looking at the index, perusing it, or maybe the newspaper. Hmm, what should I read today? Should I read about stressful politics, or maybe I'll flip the page and uh, oh, let's see if the let's see Sunday comics, su- Super Bowl, or the comics. You know, perusing to see things that things that are there. Like you're just you're noticing the things that are there. If you like right? me, just look at the pictures. You don't even read the words. <laughs> but you just look at the colors. Exactly. <laughs> <Not> even... <laughs> Red, green, <laughs> exactly. So, so it's so it's important because when we peruse um, our lives, like the book of our life, when we peruse what happens to us, um, it, it it it's it helps us. It brings clarity to 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 name what has happened to us during the mm. day. And what exactly um, are we looking for? Like, what are the things that you're like, as you're perusing, you're not just flipping through right? to see like what gets your attention, but like you're, you're, there's a certain intentionality, right? There's a certain, um, things that you're kind of like, um, like you were saying, like sifting, searching for attentive right. to what are those things? So there's, there's sort of three way, three types of things that we can look for, like in our inner life, right? Um, so we can peruse ourselves psychologically, Mm. like we can examine ourselves and say like, how did I react to different situations today? Or what was like my behavior, like when I'm in a certain context or when I'm with, with, I can't speak. (laughs) When I am with a certain coworker, I always behave a certain way because I don't like them or, you know, like, so it's becoming aware of how I, how I react in my, my thoughts and my feelings to certain situations right and feelings That's- feelings is big because and pope francis talks about this and we're getting more into this later episode but there's no action or event or behavior that we do as humans that isn't tied to some emotion either yes. causing it or i mean not completely determining it, but causing it or going with it or caused by it like that follows because none of us are robots we're not computers we're not plugged into a matrix we're human beings <laughs> with a rich emotional world that's that's a gift in itself so that first one is, yeah, so important. The behaviors, how do I react? And then what feelings went along with that? Exactly. And then yeah. another way of becoming aware of what's going on is our sort of like a, a moral awareness. Like this is something that we're, we usually, when we when you think of like an examination of conscience, usually all of us immediately think of sin. Okay, what did I do? What did I do that was wrong today, you know? Um, now it's it's important to, to be aware of that, um, but we can't paint the whole pause and play prayer as if it were just about, you know, sin, right? Mm. Um, it's true that we need, to, we need to be aware of that. We need to be morally aware of like, okay, how did I do my best today to, to, to live with Jesus, to live out the gospel? Not sin is a part of it, but also like, like what, are the, what are the good things did my heart, you know, resonate with? Like I tried to, like, blessed are the poor in spirit. Like I, I didn't, I wasn't immediately satisfied in something today. I was, I experienced poverty in a small mm. way. Did I live that, you know, with the light of the gospel? Like, wow, you know, Jesus didn't have that either. But my, my true richness is Jesus. So it's sort of like confronting the gospel with our lives, um, looking specifically at, at, at how we're living out the gospel. Hmm. I like um, that too. Like, and I'm just thinking like, 
in a family context, was that good how I, um, like morally good how I responded to my spouse? Was that morally good how I reacted when my kid for the fifth time ran into the room when I was doing trying to get something done? Um, was it good how I, I don't know, when the, the poor guy was on at the intersection as I was driving by and I just looked away or I ignored him? Like, I'm kind of giving all negative examples, but like, there are good things that we do during, during the day too. Like I went out of my way to help that person. That was a good thing. Like morally yeah. speaking, like, where was my heart this morning and where was I going the right direction or not like towards fullness or towards selfishness? Totally. Totally. And the last way that we can be aware of ourselves. So psychologically, morally, the last way is, is really important for discernment. It's spiritual awareness, right? perusing ourselves in a spiritual way to see spiritual movements, right? That are happening inside of me in the deepest part of who I am. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to unlock, we're going to unravel these unpack. spiritual movements and unpack exactly. Um, in the next, uh, couple of episodes, we're going to talk unbind. about uh, unbind them. <laughs> if you come up with another one, just, just keep them coming, you know, unmask. <laughs> unmask. but unmask is bad. These are good <laughs> movements, right? Well, sometimes, uh, a, des a movement of desolation, right? We're going to talk about that. What's desolation? We're going to talk about it. And consolation. So these are the two spiritual, the main spiritual movements of our soul that should also be uh, examined as best we can during this time of perusing, right? Perusing our soul. Like, why did I feel down today? Why did I feel joyful today? What were, what were the reasons behind that, right? So these are things that psychological, moral, uh, spiritual, that we should all uh, examine not only by ourselves, right? But, but we're in prayer. It's a prayer, right? This is not a um, self-help session. This is, this is a moment of encounter with the risen Lord, with Jesus, right? And, let, and we're going to like take St. Ignatius again. Like think it's so helpful to go back. He's the like kind of founder of this school. And it was that intuition he had on that bed when the cannonball hit him. And, and we've talked a lot about this already. That like, okay, he was having these, ex these emotional um, pretty powerful experiences that caught his attention when he read this book and when he read the other book, when he read the life of the same, when he read lives of the knights, the chivalry books and things. And it's the same thing here that we're, what we're talking about, like feelings. This is really like the number three. So pause is important. Praise is important, but this peruse moment of your 10 minute exam prayer, it's take heart. your time. Like that's the heart of it. That's where you're really going to, um, find a lot of, uh, things to chew on and you're going to see, like there's a real conversation dialogue happening with my Lord throughout my day. He's really speaking to me and using words only when necessary. He's not always going to appear. He's maybe not ever in your life going to appear physically. You're going to see him with your eyes and hear him speaking to you with your, with your ears, but he's always speaking. And if we're attentive to those feelings and man, I've been a bad mood all day. Oh, why? Well, it wasn't all day. Cause actually I woke up pretty happy, but then this happened. Okay. There, you just discovered it. Like talk to the Lord about that. I mean, like, was that right? Am I just really that self-centered that this one little, like, for example, in, today, as I was driving to, to celebrate mass, um, I was on this two lane road, 45 mile an hour speed limit. I'm maybe going 47 and I'm literally going to turn right on the like two intersections from now. There's no license. Just, I mean, just two like blocks from there. And this guy speeds up behind me and like gets right at my bumper and so I got over to the right lane, but it wasn't like I was going 25 in a, in a 70. He just like had a place to go. And so as I moved over to the right lane, I saw him. I moved over to the right lane. 
honks like two, twice and then just zooms off. Okay. As I look back at that, when I do my conscious exam today, I say like, what emotional reaction did I have? Was that right? Was my heart in the right place? Would the Lord have had my heart in another place? And I blessed him because that's like one of the things I've been trying to do like on the road because there's so many opportunities to get angry. Beautiful. Yeah. But like, there's no point. Like, I'm never going to say that guy again. I have no idea who he is. Probably having a bad day if he's that in a rush at 7.30 a.m. It was just, come on, man. Um, and so, bless <laughs> As I look back at the exam, I'm trying to see, like, morally, I think I did the right thing there. Not judging him. I'm saying I, for my part, did the right thing. Spiritually, yeah, God is is growing inside of me, hopefully, and saying, like, yeah, like, that's the heart that I want you to have, especially as a priest. Um, and emotionally, I didn't let it get to me. But if I would have acted another way, that would have been another, another thing that I could have examined be like, that put me in a bad mood the rest of the day. I, I haunted the next person. Okay, now now all of a sudden, I'm a slave to these emotions. Okay, God wants me to be free. Therefore, so sorry, I'm taking a little more time on this one just because no, like, yeah. really where we're going to find a lot of like benefit. It's not about our benefit, but like it's going to be exciting making this prayer that much more personal because it's you. It's our Lord. He knows you. It's your time to be with our Lord. You, so if you want to skip the first two P's because you're ready to peruse, do it. It's just this is the method that's going to help you on those days where it's like, okay, I'm not feeling anything. Okay, well, go back to pause. Okay, I, okay I'm kind of feeling, okay, well, praise. Okay, now I'm starting to kind of feel more into this moment. Okay, now I'm trying to peruse. What what was the most emotionally um, exciting thing today? What what stands out as I look back? Okay, relevant, focus yeah. Well, there's nothing, yeah, relevant. Or or there's nothing, okay, well, I mean, I guess today was just like an ordinary day. Maybe it was just I'm on the right path because there wasn't anything that really, really ruffled my feathers or got my my uh, engines turning or my pistons burning or my heart yearning or my mind learning or my oh my goodness knees churning somebody stop him (laughs) stopping myself right (laughs) excellent yeah we could we could go on um but we won't we'll go to the last step (laughs) the last step in our pause and play prayer is play Right. Yep. Play finally. So what am I now that I've, I've, I've paused. I've, I've praised God. I have, I've perused my life, my daily life today, um, or the past week. What am I going to do now? What can I do? Mm -hmm. Right. It's not that we should always like be activists and I always have to do something and I always have to like get results. It's not, that's not the approach. The approach is, um, how can I, what, can I, what have I learned from this time of prayer with the Holy Spirit reflecting on my life? And how can I, how can I, how can I bring that to, yeah. to the next day, right? Or the next week, right? Or the next month, whatever. Um, and so that could be so many things. Um, something that matured in my heart over time recently was I saw, I saw that there was a brother in my community who was, who was just, he was, he was, he's been like kind of sad the past mm. couple of months, right? Um, and, and I, and I felt, I felt that I felt for him. I felt compassion for him. Um, he just, he just didn't look like he was in a good mood. Something was wrong. And, and, and so it wasn't this, uh, I, I didn't just spend like one conscious exam, one pause and play prayer, um, talking about this, like to myself, it was something that I, that I've, that I kept in my heart. And sometimes like, you know, it's not just enough for like 10 minutes to come up with a, with a resolution, right. Um, to play, to do something. Sometimes it requires more time, but over time, prayerfully thinking about this brother and I, and I felt like, you know, he's, 
I'm not close to him, right? He's not, we don't have a, a really a close relationship. So mm. I felt, I didn't, I, I didn't want to, I wanted to respect his privacy, right? But I felt like I needed to do something. I felt like it, he's, he's a brother in my community, you know? He's, 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 uh, I see him every day. And so, so finally, so I said, okay, I, I need to talk to him. I just need to tell him that, you know, I'm, I'm praying for him and I, I see that he's sad and like, you don't have to tell me why. I just want to let you know that I'm praying. Um, and so what, I, I felt bad until, uh, up until that point for not having done anything, right? But once I made this resolution and I, and I put into practice what I felt the Holy Spirit moving within me, I felt peace and, and, the, and, and, and the, this brother was, was, was very happy that I, that I talked to him. And so it was clearly the, the fruit of the Holy Spirit nudging me to, to play. Okay, like I'm, I'm giving yeah. you these insights, put this into action. Um, and you can even feel, I can even feel like this movement against it. Like, ah, oh, don't do it. You don't really know him. You know, sometimes like human prudence, like privacy, like, like, like no, those are false reasons, right? Um, the gospel is, is love for your brother. Right. Yes, I love that, Brother Andrew, because if you do the first three well, and you're going to kind of notice something, and so like, go back to your example just there, like, it'd be easy, there's a, I don't know how many are in room right now, but there's over 100, there's 250, 150 or 200 with the professors, right. right, or something. Right. It'd be so easy for you to make excuses like you were just saying, or his privacy, maybe he, I, I shouldn't in, uh, impose or whatever on, on him or things, intrude and... um. It, it, there have been a lot of excuses or good, even like good reasons, quote unquote, to to like let us. I'm sure he has someone else he could talk to if he went, needs to talk. He could always come to me. Um, but imagine like having you're doing these first three steps well. You perused. You realized, wow, no. What really struck me was just like again, I saw that brother sad, and like I felt that compassion, and that's literally what you know Jesus felt when he saw the multitude. You know, and then so that you have that Christ-like heart, brother Andrew. That's so awesome, and um. And then imagine you stop there. It just like that doesn't even compute. It doesn't even make sense. I'm seeing, Lord, that you're speaking to me through the compassion. I, I'm just, I feel strongly towards this person who's having a hard time. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, examine prayer is done. All right, great. What's for what's for lunch? You know, <laughs> exactly. Um, it, it doesn't make sense. Like that's not a relationship. That's not, I guess there was something not authentic there. If that, if your prayer just kind of stops there, but the true authentic thing, it pushed you out of your comfort zone. You had to take a risk. But you were saying like, and when you finally did that, you felt differently. You felt free. Well, that's the freedom of the children of God. That's that's saying, okay, yeah. like there's a million fears and doubts that might keep me, you know, in my little comfort zone and, and feeling like, okay, that's the good that I'm after. Like, no, I'm comfortable. I'm okay. Like, that's a good thing. No, but the real good, the only one who is good, Christ, uh, he's going to call you always to like an even greater goodness and freedom that you're going to experience. Um, so this fourth step, everyone don't ever skip it, ever skip. It. Even if you're like, nothing's changed. Like, I don't, I don't know what I'm not, I don't have, I'm not creative enough to make another play like propose proposing or committing something new every single day, 365 different plays. It doesn't have to be new. It's just even like renewing yesterday's when I see someone sad again, I'm gonna reach out when the next person cuts me off or honks or whatever, I'm going to continue sending my priestly blessing their way. Like that's go. what, you know, or. I notice I'm always stressed out by mid morning and that's when afternoon it just like I snap. Okay. I got to do something about that. I'm going to just go outside for five minutes and just breathe in the fresh air, like whatever it is. And then you said, well, that helped me yesterday. Well, I'm going to do it again today. That's my play again. That's my next play for the next five months. Okay, great. You don't have to be super creative about it, but just be honest, be authentic, yeah. respond to that inspiration that you got while perusing 
your life story, your day's um, entry. And uh, there's a lot of flourishing and fulfillment and fun and fabulousness coming your way. Amazing. I love it. <laughs> I was trying to think of some Fs, but I, but I, I was just enjoying your Fs and I, I couldn't think of any more. All right. <laughs> I don't know if we have time for that. We're, we're kind of getting up to our limit here. Do we want to? Wanna... Yeah, no one cares. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's keep doing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, we, got the, we got the cards out for those that are not watching on YouTube. So we got the cards out. I'm showing Brother Andrew now four because we've already picked one in the sixth right. episode. This is oh, number boy. seven. Oh, boy. Do it, do it, do it. All right, so I need to pick one. Okay, I want to pick the third one. There, that one. This one? Yep, that one. Nine maids of milking seven. Oh, boy. Six, That's a high line. number. Nine something. Nine something. Now I'm going to ask you. Is that okay. the question? Oh, okay. No. Um, so we're talking <laughs> about the pause and play prayer. Um, but, Angie, I want you to tell me who are the nine top saints that have inspired your prayer life. Go. Oh, my goodness. Nine That's very easy. That inspired your prayer life. Okay, Saint jo- Saint Joseph, patron of the church. Mm. Saint um, Andrew, he's my patron saint. Of course, um, his prayer life is all over the gospel, obviously. <laughs> saint Benedict, he went to a cave in silence mm. for three years and prayed. Saint Thomas Aquinas, he used everything that he learned to to become closer to God, and he realized in an experience of prayer at the end of his life that what he wrote, everything that he learned was just so little compared to what God gave him hmm. in, in prayer. It, that's amazing. Um, St. Jean-Marie Vianney, his priestly heart, his generosity heart, uh, his generous heart of serving the people in ours in France, um, his constant closest to, to, to Christ. Um, St. Therese of Lisieux. Um, mm, that's mine. She, she's, she is, whoa, she's, she found God in simplicity and simple things. Um, one day a sister, they were washing clothes together and a sister like accidentally or maybe on purpose <laughs> splattered her with soapy water. And she used that as a moment of uniting herself to God and saying, thank you, God. You know, so she prayed even in all circumstances. Um, how many are we at now? That's, That's six. six. So you have three more. I need three more. Okay. Well, six, afraid of seven. Okay. Um, Saint, um, well, let me think. One, two. I have several. I'm trying to think. I need to pick three of them. Um, like I'm thinking, um, like books that you've read of saints that were just like that inspired my relationship with God. I don't know. Padre Pio. He's definitely. Yeah, he's definitely. He's definitely one of them because he. Um, he was just so radical. Like he was just so black and white. You know, like I'm and not saying that we all have to follow that, but like I just it's attractive. Like he just called spade to spade and like you yeah. know follow God, pray. Hope, don't worry, is one of his quotes that he's, he's so good at. Padre Pio. Um, Pope Benedict, who is, he's, hopefully he's in heaven. He, did, he died two months ago. But I love his, well, he helps me to pray because he has this incisive gaze into the mystery of Jesus um, that's so existential for him. It's not just a, uh, a dry theological reflection. He's just, he's just very beautiful. Um, and the last one is go. probably the one who's inspired me the most. Uh, and that's Mother Teresa, St. Mother Teresa. Yes. She, she went for like 50 years of her life smiling and serving other people and caring for the dying, all with a smile. And she was going through darkness, right? Um, there's the book, Come Be My Light. You should read it, folks. Just promoting so she, it, yeah. She, she was this light 
And, and I just love it because it's, because she's such an example for me when I'm going through prayer and it's hard and it's dark and it's difficult. I think of her and I, and every, and, and, and spiritual exercises, I usually, um, uh, invoke her as my patron during my eight days of spiritual wow. exercises, because she is, for me, is, is one of the best examples of perseverance in prayer. There you go. There you have it, Jim. Woo! Father, Brother Andrew's top nine saints, nine like a novena, nine like the maids of Milken. Um, thank you, Brother Andrew, for sharing that. Hopefully some of you all, if you don't have any saints that have really been models for your prayer life, you can pick one or two or nine of those. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're going to end this episode because we went a little long. Remember, folks, we do not just pause. We also play. Peace. Peace.